You've heard of Huntley and Brinkley, McNeil and Lehrer, Simon and Garfunkel, Bob and Ray. Now here's Mishigas and Malarkey. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Good. How you doing? Okay. So uh, our big all insurrection week special this is uh season two episode 24 otherwise known as episode 33 yeah so where are we we had the um we had the end of the first season of the hearings right Right. and then uh and then that was followed up with uh steve bannon being found guilty on they they said it was uh, he was found guilty on two of two charges and also three of his six shirts. <laughs> but but, uh, but he's out uh, he he's out pending uh, what is that sentencing in October? So people are up in arms. He could do so much damage between now and October. Well, yeah, the federal system they they do a ninety day thing where they uh, uh, I mean it's, it's like a waste of money in his case i suppose are going to do some investigation on uh you know his background or whatever and uh then you know give a report to the judge and uh you know i i suppose the judge could could have sentenced him right away but they're just going by the book so mm. uh and uh maybe during the investigation they'll find out why he had why his uh, bathtub had acid stains in it Oh yeah, well, yeah. What was all that about? Somebody, <laughs> I don't know. You remember that? Yeah. What was it? Somebody moved into a place where he had lived, and there was like all this weird stuff in the bathtub that was, you know, what was he doing in that bathtub? Yeah. Could have been he was shedding his skin or something. You know? Right. He was molting. Yeah. <laughs> but you know? anyway, that uh, you know, he was like, yeah, this is going to be the misdemeanor from hell or something, right? Uh, yeah, he was going to go medieval on them. Right. And I don't even think his side put up any defense. No, the, the, the defenses that they were trying to bring into the trial were all that the committee is illegitimate and uh, the committee has no right to be issuing subpoenas and all that. And the judge just knocked all that stuff down in a hearing last week. Right. So at one point in the hearing last week, Bannon's lawyer said, well, that what's the point of having a trial if we don't have any defense? And the judge yeah. said, well, yeah, I agree with you on that. Exactly. The judge. Yeah. Said. <laughs> yeah. So right. they, they went to trial, they had no defense and of course they lost. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So that's Bannon. And then we hit the other news was, uh, Biden with COVID. And I saw our good friend, Dr. Ashish K. Ja come out today to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw part of his, uh, he was at the podium yesterday and they were interrogating him like he had just committed a crime or something. I mean, the, the White House press corps was like being really strange in the hostility of their questioning. Yeah. So, uh, but I, and I how, was. How is Biden doing? Well, apparently he's fine. I mean, he was doing like an online meeting with people today. And, you know, he was sitting there at his desk. They said he sounded a little hoarse. I, oh, so I was a little why, worried. That's why he was taking the horse pace. And uh, one of the witnesses last night, um, Pottinger, they said that, you know, he was a serious guy and he came in in a mask at the beginning of the pandemic and people were, you know, giving him grief over it. Well, yeah, he was um, 
he had been in China as a journalist ah, right. at one point. He was a guy who had worked as a journalist and uh, had been in China. He knew a lot about China and he was following the news from China closer mm-hmm. than most people were. Mm-hmm. So he understood more about it. I, I think he might have a screw loose in, in some <laughs> ways, but, yeah. uh, you know, like, you know, when he... You know, I mean, see, all these, all these witnesses. Yeah, he was touting the accomplishments. I mean, even, uh, you know, they they played the clip of Cassidy Hutchinson about how she was saying she was upset about what happened because of all the good things the president had done for the country. And the first time I heard her say that, I was thinking, well, what the hell good things did he ever do for the country? Yeah. Well, uh, yep. Even, no, I was going to say, even Cheney, you know, she's sort of like, she, she almost like, She's almost like winning me over, and then she starts uh, extolling <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, yeah. And as, as soon as she starts going on about Margaret Thatcher, I, I, I yeah. snap right out of it. Well, that's yeah. okay. I mean, she's you know come a long way. You can't expect her to be like a, uh, you know, a, a Bernie crat. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, uh, you know, it's just you, you, you sort of like for a minute, you're sort of like thinking, oh, okay, these people are getting normal, and then the next yeah. thing, they're they're going on about Reagan and Margaret Thatcher. So. They may not be getting normal, but we see eye to eye on Trump. That's 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 the that's enough for the moment. Um, I went and uh, you know after that whole uh, show, what was it, two three hours last night where they. Yeah. You know, they said uh, at the end of the day, Trump uh, mumbled to his valet, you know, Mike Pence let me down. So I immediately went over to look at the Disney animatronic to see if that was now, you know, what he was saying. In the, oh, right. the Hall of Presidents. Yeah, the Hall of Presidents. Yeah, yeah that, that's now his new uh, his his new script. Yeah. Or they, they could use some of the audio from the outtakes of him saying, I don't know. I don't want to say the election is over. No, why? Why should he say it? He's still contesting it, right? Well, you know, I read something before that the um, they said the people in in Trump world, uh, what they were most upset about last night was the existence of those outtakes. Uh, they they had no idea that stuff still existed. Yeah. Um, I see. I was trying i was speculating like what you know why would that stuff exist i think Mm -hmm. they probably um they probably took the memory card out of the camera put it into a computer so they could edit it together and then that computer probably gets automatically backed up to the national archive system or yeah and there are people saying that there's no way these secret service texts are gone uh you know that they're triple triple backed up I, I I would think they would have to be, although, see, I don't I don't know that there would be really much in the way of text messages from the day of the riot. I think from the week before, maybe, and from the days after. But mm. I don't get the idea that you know, like the Secret Service is really standing around on their phones texting each other. Really, you don't you don't loose. think that the guys uh, with Pence are texting to the guys with Trump saying he's not getting in the car? Well, possible, but I would expect that more on on the radio. Yeah. See that that was the one thing last night that really startled me was the um, 
the the radio uh, transmission mm. from Pence's team, yeah, where they were talking about trying to clear a way to get out of the Capitol, right? And they really thought they were going to wind up in a shootout or something, yeah. Uh, yeah. So here's yeah. you know I, I have uh, a new conspiracy theory every week, but um, basically what what I've come to realize and understand is the Secret Service kept Trump away from the Capitol but kept Pence in the Capitol. And you could say that, um, you know, the, that, the, that Pence's team was trying to get him out and he said no, but regardless, he remained to finish his work later on. And you could say that Trump was, you know, angry and tried to grab the steering wheel and tried to choke his, uh, you know, detail. But the fact of the matter is they took him back to the White House. So um, I, I, I see, you know, perhaps uh, the hand of George Soros, uh, you know, someone uh, moving these chess pieces around. Yeah, I, the, the whole see, the whole thing about Trump going to the Capitol is like when he said, I'm, you know, we're going to walk down there and I'm going to be with you. Yes. I, I was watching that live. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was ridiculous because he can't walk that far. Right. Uh you know, so and I thought, what you know, what is this fool talking about? He's going to walk. But he to the got Capitol into the car, you know. Into right. The, he thought they were the going to drive him down there. So I, I think what he probably had in mind was that as people were walking to the Capitol, he was going to like, you know, drive at five miles an hour up up the street and like be giving everybody thumbs up. But I, I don't know if he would have actually gotten out of the car. And I know, think he would, I think he intended to remember when he walked to Lafayette Park. Yeah, to pose yeah, with the Bible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that was weird. Yeah, he might have been. You know, you're right. He might have been thinking of something like that. He could have gotten out and like walked up the steps or a ramp, and he could have done the you know pointing at the Capitol like charge kind of thing. And right. I really think he wanted. You know, the, there's even a painting I saw already. I mean, it's kind of it's 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 a a, a parody oh. of it, but he's uh, you know leading the charge on the Capitol. You know, so uh, that's that was the image. He's the, he was the general. He was the commander in chief leading the second American revolution. I oh, think yeah, that's here, that's what he had in mind, that he was going to literally that he was going to be leading this uh, charge. And of course, he was hoping that it would succeed. Right. Uh, I suppose I, I don't you know, it's kind of because he doesn't understand how anything works. <laughs> It, it's hard to know what exactly he thought the end game was going to be. Um, I, my best guess is they thought they would throw things into chaos yeah, and somehow throw the election into the house of representatives, but it's unclear if that would even happen. Mm -hmm. you know, well, like, well, wait a minute. If they succeeded in getting Pence out, right. Right. Then what happens? Uh, that Senator Grassley, he would be the president pro tem or something, right? Yeah. Uh, the idea would be to not count the votes from yeah. seven states. Yeah. So then they could, and they don't even need to do seven. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many it was, how many had to change. Was it seven or fewer than Well, seven? There, there were seven that were, that they was trying to contest but yeah. yeah if they could get a few of them they thought they might be able to uh, yeah 
So, so, so but, what happens if Grassley is at the, you know, at the podium or whatever with the gavel and they're handing him the, uh, you know, the ballots, right? The elector, the slates of electors, right? Right. With the and, fraudulent and he, ones. And, and he, he just, accepts the fraudulent yeah. ones, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Or or he just rejects the ones that, you know, put Biden over the top and right. then de- declares that uh, Trump is the winner. I mean, yeah, see, it, it's strange because we don't really know what what the end game was supposed to be. I mean, well, so far that's as we what know, it was. It was, right, it was to just, you know, stop things. And then I guess, you know, it would be like some kind of a jump ball situation that, you know, there'd be some kind of, you know, chaotic, what do we do now? Plus, um, plus there was the whole thing with the 20,000 National Guard that uh, supposedly Pelosi rejected, right? Yeah, well, that never happened. Yeah. Well, I know it never happened, but the thing is that I think that uh, the some, somebody, the Trump or the Defense Department or somebody, ordered up twenty thousand National Guard in advance, because you know the part of the idea was to uh, blame it on Antifa and you know declare martial law. Yeah, yeah, there was some talk about that, but I mean, it, it the whole. The whole idea was so cockamamie that no, uh, it wasn't cockamamie because I was looking at like I kept asking. So who is technically in charge of the National Guard in Washington, D.C.? And the answer was the president of the United States. Right. And so, you know, he was supposed to have I mean, ima- just just do this. Take everything you know about it and imagine the worst possible circumstances. That was what he planned. That right. was his. That was his plan. So Pence out of the way, uh, you know. Basically, it would have been uh, Grassley in charge in the Senate, and uh, and then you know the National Guard under his command, twenty thousand of them, in uh, in the Capitol. That's that's probably that's the way I see it. I mean, I know it's uh, you know fairly extreme view but that's what i think that he was planning to do yeah well that yeah that's one version of it. see the oath keepers thought that they were going to be tasked with holding the capital sure they were going to be deputized right they but, they they had a month's worth of uh food rations but how many uh, were there not that many a few right, dozen right so basically, you know, you declare martial law, you, you command the National Guard, 20,000 of them, to, you know, surround the, the Capitol and don't let anybody out. Yeah, well, see, that's one of the things I wanted to, to ask you is, like, what, what else is there that we still need to be explained? Like, one, one question would be, what the hell was this endgame supposed to yeah. be? I mean, to me, it's, it's, it was what I'm that's saying. What, yeah, see, yeah. one Remove of the things. Remove the VP. You know, if you can, if you can install your uh, uh, appliant, you know, uh, loyal uh, uh, president of the Senate, you could do whatever you want. Yeah. See, Grassley had said the day before yes. that he he thought he would be presiding, and yes. so far as I know, nobody's ever asked him what the hell that <laughs> exactly. was all about. Exactly. You know, wh- where did that was. idea come from, and why did he say that? And who told him he was going to be doing it. I mean, right. Who knows? See, I'm, I'm still very curious about this whole idea with this, uh, this war room at the Willard hotel. Ah, yeah. On one level, it's a bunch of guys spending the campaign's money on luxury <laughs> hotel suites. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know, room service and they were having these elaborate dinners sent up and everything. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Bannon was having a nice meal on top of it all. Right. And maybe he was and, even rinsing out his laundry, you know, in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? He could have been, you know, stealing Doing some the hand wash. Yeah. Right. right. You know, taking a few towels on the way back. Uh, um, getting, getting, you know, getting a shower, maybe a shave. Uh, speaking of a shower, we saw, you know, that Jared, who had just come back from uh, the Middle East, you know, from uh, Saudi Arabia or something. Yeah, yeah, he just solved everything over there. Everybody he, was asking, why was he taking a shower? Obviously, it was to wipe the blood off his hands. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. So, so, so yeah. Other, the, the... other highlights. Um, let's see. Oh, well, you know, speaking of Jared and, and Ivanka, uh, oh, and, and, you know, rest in peace, Ivana, right. Uh, they buried her on the golf course, supposedly. Uh, yeah. There it, at that property that Trump has in New Jersey. I, I remember reading this years ago that that part of the property was going to be like the family cemetery ah. that Trump is going to be buried there someday. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, came up in the context of like most presidents now are buried at their libraries. Right. And, and Trump had made arrangements years ago that there's like some land near his golf course or, you know, part of that complex that. So they can uh, charge people. I, I guess so. Yeah. You know, you could <laughs> probably go and have a, you know, they'll charge you five bucks to take a selfie by his tomb or and whatever. They'll have, they'll have the merch, you know, the, uh, the, 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 what's that? The gift shop. Right. Right. And in fact, there, I, I noticed today they're selling new Josh Hawley mugs with yeah. him uh, running away. Right. Well, so, I think, uh, you know, that thing about where he came out and raised his fist, I think that was his way of, you know, showing them who he was so that they wouldn't put it, put him in zip ties. Well, you know, you know that's something I've thought about is that if these guys had gotten any closer to people, mm -hmm. um, and they did get pretty close to some. Oh, of them. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. you know, like, uh, Romney. Yeah. Well, yeah. Schumer, somebody yelled, Hey, there's the big Jew, <laughs> right. you know, but the, uh, I mean, if they, if they had gotten their hands on anyone that they recognized, yeah. um, you know, Adam Schiff or AOC or, you right. know, anyone who was recognizable from television, I don't doubt they would have killed them. Really, and the thing is, if they had grabbed somebody like Hawley and they didn't know who he was, they they mm -hmm. might have killed him too. I mean, who yeah. knows? I mean, they you know, it, it wasn't the uh, the smartest I don't know. bunch of people. Yeah. I don't know about killing anybody. I mean, I I, I can't you know get that far because uh you know once once the, the 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 hand with the black glove and the gun came out, it it all ended pretty quick after that. Yeah, but that was that was only in one part of the building. That was behind the house chamber, right, at the speaker's lobby. I mean, there was fighting going on in you know several different parts of the building. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember there was a photographer from the New York Times who got roughed up, and, and yes. a bunch of people rescued her. Right. And uh, you I know, mean, I, even even the uh, you know the cop, what's his name, the uh, what's oh Fanone, yeah, Fanone, yeah, you know, yeah, they, I mean, he's they, lucky to, they pulled to, him. They pulled him away, you know. So I'm, well, he, I'm not, he's lucky to have survived. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure that they, you know, I think they might have tied them up, you know, and paraded them out. You know, it would have been like an Iran hostage situation. Yeah, uh, that's the amazing thing about a lot of these people is that uh, they got turned in by by wives, by ex-wives, by children. Yep. 
uh, you know, and they, so, they, so, so they that sent just these videos. Some people still have sense. Uh, a few. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it, most of the evidence that they wound up using against a lot of these people were, were, were you know, was video that they made themselves. Yep. You know, they were just so. Well, it was uh, all out in the open. I mean, the, right. you know, I, I think, you know, it's an amazing uh, job that they did with the hearings, kind of connecting the dots and showing a lot of the documentary evidence. But, you know, the bottom line is that uh, it's it's what we thought, you know, uh, this guy was a, uh, you know, was worse than Nixon. Uh, somebody said it makes uh, what Nixon did look like what, uh, uh, you know, Cub Scouts. Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Jamie Raskin said that. Yeah, he said it made the uh, Watergate burglary look like uh, something, uh, the Cub Scout party or Cub yeah. Scout picnic or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, basically he uh, uh, tried a coup. That's what, I mean, we've been saying that all along and, you know, people were saying, no, it was just, uh, you know, it was a lot of love and hugging and kissing and uh, it was just uh, tourists visiting. <laughs> Basically it was a, it was a coup. I didn't know this. I saw yesterday uh, just doing some background research that, simultaneously in maybe six to 10 states, there were assaults on the state Capitol buildings at the same time. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was organized. Um, I, there, I don't know that anybody's really looking into that, but there were, there were going to be protests at various state capitals and some of them got out of hand. Yeah. With weapons. Um, Right. Right. And that they were looking, what's his name? Raffensperger had to be evacuated. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. It got overshadowed because of what happened at the Capitol in DC. Yeah. But in some of those States, like remember the people invaded the Michigan state house and they all had guns. I mean, it was before the election, but in some of those States, they have these crazy, uh, those were like rehearsals. Yeah. Yeah. They had these, these crazy laws where people can carry, uh, carry weapons into the state house yeah so uh no it it, it's fascinating i i mentioned this before that the tech investor roger mcnamee had said in an interview that i was listening to that uh the people who invaded the capitol were so influenced by facebook he said if it hadn't been for facebook they would have never done it and he said like two years before if you had said to any of those people you know can you see yourself you know with a flagpole breaking windows and breaking into the capitol they would have said no you know what are you talking about that's crazy (laughs) but over time in these facebook groups they get so radicalized Mm -hmm. and see the way people were making their own videos and then a lot of them what did they do they posted them to facebook see like these people will do stuff they their Facebook groups become their life Mm. and what's normal in the Facebook group becomes what they think is normal. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the behavior that they did in the Capitol a few years earlier would have been really strange to them. They Mm. would have never done that, but it was like that kind of, you know, I'm going to be the most radical guy in my Facebook group and, uh, you know, show off that I made it into the Capitol. Right. Well, and, it's and then of course uh, it all became evidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly, um, you know, amplified things. Uh, but you know, a lot of those people, 
with or without Facebook, they were completely enthralled to Dear Leader. And oh, yeah. when Dear Leader tweets, never mind Facebook, it was on Twitter. When Dear Leader tweets, you know, January 6th, be there, will be wild. I mean, that's it. You know, that they're, they're taking orders from the commander in chief. Yeah, uh, a house around the corner I walk by every day on my morning walk. The guy's now hung out a Trump 2024 flag. Mm-hmm. He has a um, he has a flagpole uh, on his garage, um, like one of these little flagpole holders, like you yes. put your flag out on Memorial Day, that type of thing. Yep. And he's got his Trump 2024 flag. I guess he went to the flea market and got one. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and I guess he's all in. I mean, that's I mean, that's the thing with these hearings is that it's not going to change anything with these people. I mean, they're just, you know. Yeah. So that's a good seg into, um, you know, what is the the, you know, ideal situation? People are complaining about, you know, Garland. I say that's a waste of time because he's going to do what he's going to do. And Biden's not going to fire him. So, you know, we whatever we say, he's still crawling along at the uh you know tortoise uh, pace but um uh as far as maybe disqualifying you know trump for for to stand for election that would be one uh strategy yeah i you know i don't i've never been one of these people who had like a lot of hope that you know Mueller was going to prosecute him or anything i mean i think you know, I, I think Trump should go like Al Capone and it should be like, you know, they should get him on all his old financial crimes. Right. But, uh, uh, I don't see that happening either. Um, so know, how the, does he, how does you know, if in the would, 14th amendment, uh, yeah, I, I'm, you, not ex- I'm not exactly sure how you would invoke that and make it work. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's so in the I constitution, think- but so what, unless it's enforced, uh, yeah. You know. So, I mean, the thing is, though, that um, if, you know, I, I was reading it the other day and we've, we've looked at it a few times, you know, where it says, you know, anyone that's uh, engaged in, you know, insurrection or given aid to, you know, to, to anyone that's trying to overthrow the government shall not be, uh, you know, eligible to run to hold office. So how do you get that determination? In other words, is that something that uh, a jury or or a judge finds? Well, see, when that was written, of course, it was uh, in response to the former Confederates. Yes. And in most of those cases, they had been in the Confederate Congress or the Confederate Army. Uh, There was no question or they had held, you know, some office in the Confederate cabinet, something like that. Uh, but so is that would, something that's found by a judge or jury, or is it found by the Congress? Well, in that case, it was just a fact. I mean, they, you know, there was no question. If you held rank in the Confederate Army, then you had taken up arms against the United States. So right. that was, you know, although a lot of them did sign, they did get amnesty waivers yes. and things like Afterwards, that. Afterwards, so, yes. Right. Um, in a case like this, I see. I don't know that that's ever been used since the Civil War. So <laughs> All right, but it's I don't, there. Right. I don't know how you would how you would make that work today. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose Congress could vote on it, um, right. and I suppose then Trump could sue and claim you know they didn't have any standing right. to do that or something, and then uh, 
Clarence Supreme Thomas Court. and his wife would rule on it. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess Ginny Thomas would get the last word in right. that case. Right. You know? Although you could have uh, what's his name uh, Roberts. Uh, what is it? Um, it's six three now, right? Uh, right. So uh, I don't think I don't think you have enough people. Although the the Supreme Court ruled against Trump with the uh, election cases, right? How many cases were there? I, I, well, not that much ever actually got to the Supreme Court. I mean, they just didn't hear them. Right. Yeah. But I mean, so they just. Did, yeah. But I mean, they dismissed. You know, they they refused to take it up. Right. Yeah. Was it, yeah. Was but, it, but but the cases were so ridiculous anyway. Right. I mean, you see, something like this would be something entirely new. I mean, who knows what would. Yeah. What would happen. So, but let's just say, in the best case scenario, somebody or other fines. You know, whether it's uh, Congress fines or. Um, uh, you know, a judge or a jury fines uh, because you do have people that were uh, accused of or charged with uh, seditious conspiracy, don't you? Right, but not Trump. You have no, the no, but I mean, and the Proud Boys. Yes, right. so that's where in criminal court and fe- you know what what level yeah. of court is that? Yeah, that's in federal court. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, if they were to, if someone were to bring that. Uh, against Trump, uh, the, whoever it is that's bringing it against the Proud Boys, if that same entity is that the uh, Justice Department, the federal, yeah, so, right? So Justice Department. Okay, right. so basically, it would have to be Merrick Garland deciding. Right. Oh yeah, no. If, if if Trump were to be charged with seditious conspiracy and yeah. convicted, then that yes. would certainly meet the requirement. There you go. The so it would Amendment. have to. Right. So that would be. Is that are those jury trials? Uh, yeah, yeah, they would be unless okay. the, uh, I, I, well, the defendant could probably ask for just a uh, appeal or something, a, a bench trial where there would be no jury, just a judge, but most people would probably want the jury. Yeah. So, you know, let's just say he goes the way of the proud, you know, the, the, the militias that are being charged with it. Um, of course that requires Merrick Garland to personally approve, uh, the prosecution of Trump. Uh, and then, you know, let's say there's a, a guilty verdict there, then he probably appeals it. And the question, you know, becomes, do the, do the appeals courts all the way up to the Supreme Court get to rule on it as well? Yeah, they would if, if it was a federal, you know, a federal case. What, what I was talking about is just as the 14th Amendment stands, there's really no mechanism to just say, okay, this, you know, this person did this, we're going to invoke this part of the 14th amendment. There would have to be some, you know, some proof. So if he was convicted of seditious conspiracy, then I suppose that would do it. If he was convicted of trying to defraud the United States or something like that, I don't know if that would meet the standard. Mm -hmm. So, but is there a, uh, any kind of a rule that says you can't hold office if you've been convicted of a, uh, uh, of, a fe- of a felony or something? I I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> okay. see, well, you see, there's a lot of stuff that's going on these days that nobody ever even thought about. Right. You know, like the idea that a a failed businessman who redeemed himself on a reality TV show would be nominated by a major party and then elected president never occurred to the founding fathers. <laughs> well, I don't know. It must be in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. See, Madison didn't watch a lot of reality TV. Yeah, so but he, still, they knew about scoundrels. 
Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, they were aware of scoundrels and right. probably con, some con men and you know scalawags, uh, ne'er do wells, yeah. you know, all of that. You know, so that's probably a good place to leave this, right? Unless you have any other, um, you know, angles on it that we haven't discussed. No, I'm. I just. Uh... You know, they're taking this hiatus for August. And I hope they don't get a hiatus hernia. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's hope. And I, uh, I had one of those. It's not pleasant. No, no. And then they'll uh, they'll be back in September for, uh, you know, a new season of hearings, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always crank, pull out the, uh, the, the uh, blurry YouTube video. See you. In September, which okay. could be our our you know outro music here. Yeah, it could be. So, uh, <laughs> well, so, we, there's there's still things we have to learn. What happened at the Willard War Room? Yeah, uh, you know, there's probably other loose ends. What about Roger Stone? What was his involvement? And the pipe bombs. Yeah, the pipe bombs. Was it really Marjorie Taylor Green with her strange gait? Yes. Um, we don't oh. know. There, there's, there's, there's some other strange things like you know who was financing all this. I mean, there's you know, yep. I mean, some the of usual that suspects. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so. we have a we have a whole summer of of regular installments of Insurrection Week to uh, take these up. But until next week, have okay. a good one. Okay, take it easy. Bye bye.